0: Second hour of Light the Tower on the Horn. Craig Wade, Jeff Powell, with you. Producer's Cameron Parker. Glad to have you with us. And we're with you up till noon. And then it's Chad and Zay from noon to three, followed by Ball Don't Lie, Rod Babers, Mike Harge. Uh, they'll take you up to 645. We have Texas women's basketball on the horn tonight as the uh, uh, cleanup on aisle one is going on. They're still working on uh, trying to get... Uh, 1053, the bat up and running again, uh the sustaining some uh, extensive damage due to the ice storm. So uh, for the time being, we've got the the women's games on the horn, so we'll have that that on. And by the way, advanced programming note as a result of this. Uh the debut season this year, the season over for Texas softball is this Friday. Uh, and so they'll have uh, the debut of their 2023 season, Andrew Haynes, on the call. And those games will be heard on AM 1260. On the, the doubleheader Friday, the doubleheader Saturday, and the single game Sunday will all be on uh, AM 1260. But again, uh, Texas women's basketball tonight on the horn against Texas Tech. It is a 7 o'clock tip-off for Moody. So It would be good to be back at Moody. I mean, I was there, what, was it, nine days ago, I guess, was the last yeah, time. Yeah, haven't Baylor been there game. in a minute. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was... You know, the Kansas thing was good in terms of uh, if you're going to do the two games and over three nights and all that stuff, but it just it seemed like I was just stuck in the Sunflower State for a decade. Ready to... <laughs> it was there five days and it just seemed... Uh, four days. It, it seemed like five weeks.
1: Well, you make that trip from Manhattan to Lawrence, there's not a whole lot of scenery. No, you Between can stop
0: that. at the service area along the Kansas Turnpike because they do have a Hardee's, which down in these parts is Carl's Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have that. They have a Dunkin' and they have uh, some a Taco Bell, I think, in there. Uh, the Travel Plaza. Other than that, no, you don't get in. You don't get to eating anything Taco too. Bell
1: in the middle of Kansas is yeah. dicey,
0: Craig. I know it. Yeah. The only thing dicey might be eating at Taco Johns. Ooh. And have you ever been to that fast food emporium? Mm, can't say that I have.
1: Uh, you know, oh, man.
0: Yeah. Have you done Taco Johns? Yeah. You like it?
2: I wouldn't go there again. Yeah. <laughs> they would feed it to us as a baseball team uh, on our road trips in between games. We'd stop at Taco John's. and We were, we would use the John afterward, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, which team was this?
2: Uh, Spearfish Sasquatch. Summer Spearfish League South Dakota? Yes, sir.
0: The Sasquatch.
2: <laughs> Got to like that mascot name, huh? The
0: Spearfish.
2: The fast food in the in the Pacific, not really Pacific, the Northwest. Yeah. is Frontier, they call it. Very interesting very interesting yeah, yeah. <laughs> well uh the uh so
0: so yeah there's was, there's was there is a uh little place in Lawrence called burrito king Mm-hmm. Of course, I worked at Wiener King. That was established last week. We talked about you were the that.
1: king, so, king of wieners. Uh, this the that worked at Wiener King, like High LeBron Brown. is the king of scorers. You were the king of wieners.
0: See, you said wieners, and you immediately brought up LeBron's name. You know, because oh, nah, a lot of people I didn't think mean that. It like that. Uh, but uh, yeah, Wiener King, I explained, was a lot like how Wiener Schnitzel is out here. Mm-hmm. It's a hot dog place like that. Um, so, yeah, we did that. But, uh, they have Burrito King. I noticed that, uh, there on, uh, I think it's on, uh, 9th, uh, in, um, in, uh, Lawrence. But anyway, uh, it, it was, it was a long time, it seemed like out there. So it'll be good to be back at, uh, Moody Center tonight. Uh, clean up from uh, the first hour of the program, some things left from the, uh, spent uh, specs text on somebody said I'm sorry but I don't buy that small schools in Texas can't afford a shot clock small schools in North Dakota South Dakota don't have 10 percent of the money small schools in Texas have and they still have shot clocks that's apples and oranges because they don't have the budget the budget isn't put into what goes into the other things in athletics uh, there and you may say you don't buy it but I'm I'm here to tell you those schools say that they it's not just buying the equipment, although there's a lot of old gyms and the wiring and would have to do with that. It's You have to employ someone to do it. And a lot of times, a lot of these schools, and Cam, you've probably seen this, they have trouble finding somebody to operate the scoreboard mm-hmm. and keep the book mm-hmm. in a lot of these places. So now you're adding one more piece to it. I'm just telling you what I've heard on that. I, I understand if you say you're not buying it, and I'm not disagreeing with you on that. That's your opinion on it. I'm just telling you that's what, and it, it, it it's an overwhelming majority. It's not a plurality here. It's an overwhelming majority of athletic officials who told uh, UIL people and the legislative council that we cannot afford this.
1: Yeah. I know, like, even my wife being the principal at her school, there's been times where she's had to go keep the book for JV and varsity volleyball or Did she go really? run the clock for basketball. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because there's nobody else to do it. Yeah
1: so i it's hard enough right now to find officials for that's names. another thing too, yeah,
0: so anyway that's I, that's what I have been told over time that's that's the the deal for that uh somebody said, remember the powerful snook teams absolutely snook blue Jays they're of the uh late seventies and early eighties, I think won seven in a row or or six and seven years. Uh, in Class A. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there were some great one A. I Like I said, I got to call some really high-level 1A basketball for Crum and Ponder, and they had some great teams, but uh, Snook had great teams in Nazareth and Avenger, and uh, some other ones. Slidell uh, was another one that, that... And Slidell won a state title a couple years ago, I remember. Uh, and then uh, something happened during the pandemic. Either they won before the shutdown or... They didn't get to play, or they had to pull out due to that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I I cut my basketball play-by-play teeth on one A and two A basketball. Uh, that's that's how I got a lot of my early chops in on doing uh, on doing basketball play-by-play. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, Bevo Lance Jason said so maybe the Rice or the Houston game will be televised on Raycom Sports or HSC. <laughs> Remember those in the day. Raycom and HSE, yeah, that was that
1: happened. Dave Barnett right called a lot of those games. I remember right. Uh,
0: Dave Barnett did and worked with a gentleman by the name of Dave Rowe, who played defensive tackle in the Raiders. Got a Super Bowl ring. Was a starting defensive tackle for John Madden's Raider team in '76. Uh, but worked at, lived and based in Ashburn, North Carolina, where my dad was from, huh. and worked at Randolph Electric with my aunt. Wow. There. Yeah. Yeah. That's they were, that's where I got to meet in that talking to him like uh the I think the two of them were doing the Texas Virginia game when Phil Dawson won it on the fifty yard field goal and we were we were talking about that back in the day. Somebody else said, Hey, did you guys mention that RJ Martinez from Westwood transferred to Baylor? The quarterback transferred from did Northern not, Arizona? But yes, he did. He was a starter at Northern Arizona. So now he's uh transferred into Baylor.
1: Yeah, you so, know, they don't they, they want bodies in that room, you know. R.J. Martinez is in there now. Sawyer Robertson transferring over from Mississippi State. Yeah, uh, we. I find some of the play-by-play voices we meet with during the during the week of a football game. Yeah. I find them to be uh, some of them. I find to be very honestly refreshing. Like pretty much everything John Morris told us about what was wrong with Baylor at the time. It, that's pretty much how it played out in the game yeah. that week. Yeah, you know? like Blake Shapen hadn't developed like they'd hoped he would, and. Siaki Eko while he was there, just wasn't dominant, and he was pretty nondescript during the game. So, yeah, it was. I found JMO's take that week to be refreshing yeah. and accurate.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, anyway, and, and we were talking about Baylor. We were talking about how that game did mean an awful lot. Even though Baylor lost, they wound up going to the Fort Worth Bowl and losing Man, Air Force I, in frigid temperatures. You
1: talk about just the combination of just bitterly cold weather you're playing a game on TCU's campus on December 22nd, three days before Christmas. <laughs> and as I said, if you're playing a bowl, if you're playing your bowl game before Christmas, it's not you're like Ideal. tier four on the bowl scale. Yeah, it's it just looked like I was like I don't blame Baylor one iota if they're just completely disinterested. And after about the first first couple drives, it's like yeah, just get it. And your by the way, you're playing Air Force. Yeah, you're playing an option team in a service academy. Which, Who was motivated? Yeah, it's uh, just recipe for disaster, and that was. Pretty painful to watch. Yeah, brutal.
0: Yeah, so uh, they're hoping to turn things back around. Of course, the one-time Baylor head coach Matt Rule, who tried his hand at the NFL, didn't work with Carolina. Now at Nebraska, trying to shake up some things. And and you pointed it out yesterday, Jeff, just trying to get bodies in. Trying to get trying to get yeah.
1: People let me in. see real quick if I can find that number. I, I think they're signing they're signing what was class the number? For 20- like
0: seventy <laughs> uh, that four. That's a crazy amount. We
1: didn't add just a whole uh, whole allotment yeah. of it. players and. Let me see what I did. The wrong number. I hit the wrong button here. Hold on. Sorry. Going to our twenty four seven sports Nebraska site. Uh, let's see. Seven enrollees. Twenty one signed letter of intent. that's twenty eight high school prospects, and then eleven transfers. So that's what thirty thirty nine. Uh huh. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of guys coming in. Uh, There, as uh, Matt
0: Rule tries to get it turned around. Uh, The Horn's big game coverage is brought to you by Texas Truck and Trailer, located in Leander on Crystal Falls Parkway and in northeast Austin, I-35 and Runberg. Call Texas Truck and Trailer at 512-528-6038. That's 512-528-6038. There were news conferences this morning uh, in Glendale. Uh, in involving the uh, principals, the particulars, um, uh, Andy Reid of, of Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes of Kansas City and the Philadelphia press conference as well. Uh, there was a, uh, a, a trivia quiz that said which which team, which of these two teams, has played in more Super Bowls. Quick a- action, answer, Cam Parker, which one's played in more Super
2: Bowls? Which, school, which teams again?
0: The two that are playing in this year's big game. Chiefs. Very good. Yeah, this will be the fifth for Kansas City, mm-hmm. the fourth for Philadelphia. Chiefs going to run a 65-toss power trap this weekend? Don't you wish? January eleventh, 1970, Hank Stram. You know,
1: Leonard, let's just keep matriculating that ball down the field. I just want Andy Reid one time to look at that play sheet and be like, all right, here, here we go. It's time for a 65-toss power trap. Yeah. And they've got the backs where they could do it. <laughs> they could run a 65-toss power trap.
2: Were oh, you yeah. all upset? That we did not get a skyhook from LeBron last night, I thought for sure. Speaking of honoring mm. pass plays, uh, this is
0: this was my impression of it. Uh, when I watched it, uh, Linda and I were watching the game last night, and when TNT showed, and by the way, good call by our good friend Brian Anderson, BA from Georgetown, Texas, USA. By the way, um, when they showed and had him mic'd up. The halftime sequence where he's talking to his sons, like Bronny and Bronny and Bryce, Bryce, and he had mapped it out and said, "I get eight, maybe eight in this quarter. We do that, do that." And it was like, by the way, his sons didn't seem to be too interested in any of this <laughs> until it happened, and then they got kind of pumped up and they were videoing. But when he was talking to them, they were like, "Yeah,
2: I guess, okay." All yeah. The right. yeah. right. Anthony Davis, he didn't seem impressed at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right.
0: So eighty
1: yeah, uh, looked pretty disconnected from yeah, the whole did. thing last
0: night. He did. He did. Um, and uh, so did, so did uh, Westbrook by the by the way too, uh, at times. But uh, he he was when when they had him mic'd up and he was talking about that to his sons that I, I think can get eight this quarter get eight. He wound up getting all sixteen in the in the period. And and consider this, he did not score a point for the first almost three minutes of that third quarter. So in the last seven minutes, because he got his last bucket with ten seconds to go in the mm-hmm. period, in in the last seven minutes of the period, he scored all sixteen of those points, and and, and he's done obviously streaks and things like that down through the years. He's done a lot. Of
1: that. I I enjoyed the the, sh- the record breaking shot because uh, it, to me it was the uh, the homage to Dirk with the one legged fadeaway.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But but what I, I started that. to
0: say was I don't think he was thinking about any homages to anyone. He was I LeBron. I said that in Jess, but yeah. He, yeah, he was LeBron doing work. He was just gonna grind it out and get the thing over as quickly as he could, and but he was dialed into making sure he got it. Uh, it was you know you hear some people say, hey, you know I didn't I didn't know I had this coming that day. there wasn't I a there wasn't no way he couldn't know what he what he had and what was going on. That that was clear, and B he was motivated to do it. I asked Rory Harmon last night on Longhorn Weekly when she was on with us out at Pluckers, if about that triple-double she had at TCU. And I asked Vic about it, about how aware were they down the stretch. He said, I didn't know anything <laughs> until what happened. I didn't know. I said, because we were keeping up with it every time when inside the last five minutes of the game. Uh, he knew. I mean, he he had it mapped out what he needed to do. Mm-hmm. And he went about it in a very businesslike manner and and got it knocked out before the third period was done.
2: It was Gotta be the lock of the century, right? That he was gonna surpass that because he had his family there, he had his wife there, he had uh Jay Z was there. His yeah.
1: pregame attire. Uh the go over to see
2: right
0: afterwards that was sitting on the, the courtside. Was seat. that Kareem? Well, obviously Kareem, but, but
1: I mean, courtside there was side. There I know, was, he, I know he, was, he went and saw Jay Z at some point. He said went to Bad Bunny,
2: the the rapper. May, maybe they that. showed that on ESPN. I don't okay. know we went to exactly right after. Okay, he went. To, he went right over to the side uh, right after
0: that, and then. Uh, but yeah, he obviously Kareem and and uh, Jay Z I saw, and then uh, and Bad Bunny you mentioned. So anyway, he checked all the boxes, and it all got all done, other than them winning the game. But he actually said, to his credit, when they came back from the break, and he was like, "Okay," and he said, "He goes, no, let's win the game. Let's go and win the game."
2: And didn't play for most of the fourth quarter. And didn't play for most of the fourth quarter. Did you see Anthony Davis' press conference? I did not. He was not in a good mood. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure neither was Westbrook, but Westbrook's going to be in the Utah Jazz tomorrow, so I don't you understand think so? why he's upset, too. You think so? Yeah, sounds like it.
0: Okay. I've also heard on good authority, uh, the, the Mavericks are still trying to make another deal, and the Nets are still trying to make another deal, one that mm-hmm. will not include Kevin Durant. Yeah. They're trying to get help to help
1: KD. One of those pieces they got in yeah. the, uh, the Kyrie trade yeah.
0: could be on the move. Absolutely. Could be. All right. Up next, uh, we'll have our Flex 30 update and our second-hour Longhorn Notebook when we continue with light the tower on the Horn, 1049-1019, AM 1260. We're live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com.
1: Light the Tower with Craig Way and Jeff Howe.
0: We continue to light the tower, and we get ready for, now, our Flex 30 update for today. Flex ATX, for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by... Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit BrainVault.com and join the movement. Well, probably the best Flex 30 update was last hour, you know, during Inconceivable when we pointed out that Weatherford, Oklahoma, beat Anadarko last night 4-2 when an outmanned Anadarko team elected to pull the ball out and hold it and sparked a whole discussion about shot clock stuff and things like that. Uh, But uh, in terms of local, last night, Roger Wallace and Isaiah Collier got a chance to call that uh, Westlake impressive win Mm -hmm. over Buda Johnson last night.
1: Uh, Two more high school basketball nuggets I want to mention on the boys' side. Uh, Props to LBJ, 26th straight year. They won at least a share of a district championship with their win last night, 77-49 over Travis and San Marcos High. I don't know for maybe the most under-talked-about team in the area because I know they're kind of on the periphery. Yeah. They're now 33-2 and on the year. Yeah. Malik Presley's healthy, and they beat Judson last night, put a 100 spot on <sighs> Judson last night, 100-62.
0: They're going to be sneaky really good in the postseason, yeah. I think. Uh, certainly, I think, maybe the team to beat in Region 4 yeah. in the uh, in the 6A playoffs.
1: How's uh, San Marcos Academy doing? Uh, boys lost their uh, last home game last night, okay. senior night. Tough break.
0: Just around the corner from the postseason beginning. There it is. Oh,
1: no, we didn't mention that. I apologize for forgetting this earlier in the week. Uh, I know it's only Wednesday, but I I was going to mention this Monday. Leonard Moore, the outstanding corner from Round Rock. Absolutely. Committed to Notre Dame over the weekend. How about that? So, forgot to mention that on Monday, but that was was big time. Corner
0: kick returner, member of our All-Flex team, Mm -hmm. Leonard Moore. Cam, you got a chance to see a healthy dose of Leonard Moore
2: this past fall, didn't you? He's a game changer. How about Notre Dame's recruiting class just in Austin?
1: Marcus Freeman loves the Austin area, man. He does. He's all about that.
0: So pretty pretty impressive stuff. Uh, all right, there it is. There's your Flex 30 update for the day. And it is time now for our second hour Longhorn Notebook. Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. It's a Longhorn Notebook brought to you by Aaron Bowersock, your home loan expert. Your Longhorn Lender. See if she can do for you what she did for Linda and me, and that's to get that home loan approval turned around in a snap. After all, Aaron is the person who can make that 10-day or less home loan approval guarantee. Check it out for yourself at com. B-O-W-E-R-S-O-C-K, just like it
1: sounds, com. You know what we'll do next week, Craig? We'll start getting into Longhorn Baseball. We'll sure. do some preview-type stuff leading up to that uh is it still calling it the Lone Star Lone Star Showdown or Lone it's Star. It's got a different name to it. it. Okay. Yeah. It's Lone got Star it Star classic. I forget. It's State Farm something. Yeah. I'll, it I'll pull it up. Okay. I'll pull uh, it up. But anyway, that three day event at Globe Life with Vanderbilt, Arkansas, or in order, Arkansas, Vanderbilt, Missouri, is kind of that Big Twelve, SEC flavor. Uh, Texas getting the baseball season started. We'll, we'll start getting more into baseball uh, next week. But Craig, anything else on the women's basketball front? I know we heard from Vic uh, the audio with Vic Schaefer earlier uh just one quick reminder about uh, everything yeah, going on it's, tonight
0: it's at seven o'clock and we'll have it for you on the horn uh as they continue the repair efforts there on 105 through the bat so we'll have it for you six forty-five 45 airtime uh, kathy harnston will join me for that the uh, tip off at seven o'clock texas still in sole possession of first place but they need to win tonight to hold sole possession of first last night Oklahoma beat Baylor in Waco in I was, overtime. I was
1: following that on the Twitter machine last night, yeah.
0: 98-92. Baylor is is in danger of not being in the race down the stretch so to compete for the Big 12 title.
1: Baylor was up five with maybe a minute and a half yeah. left, and I thought, well, I'm put that one to bed. And then uh, I actually follow Bryce Cherry from the Waco uh-huh. Tribune Herald, Bryce covers women's basketball. And then... Look at my timeline. Bryce is tweeting about overtime. I'm like, how the heck that game going to overtime? And yeah. then got caught up on it. So, yeah.
0: And, and, um, and of course, Baylor still comes to Austin, a big Monday game on February 27th, the last week of the race. In fact, uh, it will be senior night for the Texas women that night. And that's where Vic Schaefer made his, uh, his ten thousand dollar guarantee. Oh yeah, ten thousand fans, and they and they've been drawing lately more than six thousand. So they've so ten thousand or more fans show up, he'll make a ten thousand dollar donation to the neighborhood Longhorns.
1: Nice. Uh, just want to remind you, get over to Horns twenty four seven. A couple of uh, really good articles from around the twenty four seven Sports Network. I uh, mentioned. Uh, Dean Straka with the projected win totals for every Big 12 team. That's up on the site. Uh, Brad Crawford from a national perspective. Texas mentioned in his 10 way-too-early bold predictions for the 2023 college football season. Uh, Will Backus, who covers national college basketball for us, part of that team, uh, has a column on why the Big 12 is the most thrilling conference in college basketball. I think we would agree with that. And then Deuce Robinson, Craig, the 2023 cycle for Sarkin Company, not quite done yet because they're still recruiting Deuce Robinson, the five-star tight end out of Arizona. Who, by the way, when he when Blair Angulo, uh, one of our West Coast analysts, caught up with him recently, uh, he was at Dodger Stadium uh, doing, a, doing a workout. There had the nice Dodger jersey on yeah. was his number on it. I was going through a workout. He said he'll have a decision on his football future made by April 1st. Okay, so Georgia-USC-Texas uh, is still in the mix. It seems like a Georgia-USC battle with Texas still one of the schools and the mix for Deuce Robinson, so you can get that interview with Deuce. That's on, on at Horns twenty four seven. Also, uh, the only other thing I wanted to hit, Craig, is is those guys going to the combine? I mentioned them earlier. If you if you missed it, uh, combine invites for the NFL Scouting Combine have gone out. Roshan Johnson, B. John Robinson, Keandre Coburn, Moro Ojimo, DeAndre uh, Moro Ojomo, DeMarvian Overshown, uh, all going to the NFL Scouting Combine. Craig, any of those? I know. I think we all figured those five guys. Yeah. will probably be there anybody that you'll be really paying attention to in terms of how they test and what kind of if they can improve their draft stock
0: well at the combine roshan johnson uh you know with everything he's done and and of course he had to pull back on his work at the senior bowl there because yeah, it was a like hand injury? broken bone in his hand yeah. yeah so uh that'll certainly have me interested and then and then obviously looking at uh the, the defensive guy, looking at the defensive lineman.
1: Moore Ojima is one of those guys that I think for NFL teams would be really intriguing because of the fact that he played a lot at Texas. It's mm-hmm. a really big factor in that D-line rotation for a few years. So he's got experience. He was productive at times. even though he, it, This year he was productive when the snaps kind of decreased and were more spread out through guys. You could say the same thing about Coburn. But I think it was Moore Craig because of his age. And people forget, yeah. like, he hadn't when he enrolled at Texas, he hadn't turned 17 yet. So, he was, he was a young cat coming out of Katy. So, uh, more is one of those guys that I think would intrigue you know, very well spoken, bright, uh, you know, all that stuff. Checks, he's going to check a lot of boxes in the interviews. I, I'm not saying he's going to get drafted, but I think he's the guy in Indianapolis that I think has the best chance. To improve himself yeah, from where he is now to where he could be coming out of the combine.
0: That makes sense. That makes sense. I could see that.
1: Yeah. So, and we'll get more into combine stuff. And like you said, Roshan Johnson, DeMarvin Overshone just got done with the Senior Bowl. DeMarvin got to go through the whole week. Roshan didn't. But, and then I think everybody's going to be looking at what does Bijan run at the combine too in terms of the 40 yard dash. Yeah. I, I, I've seen some mock drafts where maybe he's fallen late one, early two. I, I can't. I got to believe he's going to be a first round pick because to take. a... We always talk about you don't want to take a running back at the top end of the first round, but if you're at the back end of the first round with a first-round running back and you can get that fifth-year guarantee on them, you can get their best years for a fraction of what the market value for a top-end running back would be. So I'd have to think that uh, B. John's going to go in round one.
0: Yeah. I Well, I, I, that's certainly the hope, and I think he's got it. That's why I said I'm curious to see how you know uh, things go from there and who... It's gonna it's gonna be a team that really has, I think a real running back need to look at it and say we'll go ahead and go with him in the first. Round. If he
1: ends up with the Eagles, I will have my first favorite Philadelphia Eagle ever in history, and uh, <laughs> I I'll w- I'll wish Bijan great success, uh, fourteen game or I'm sorry, fifteen games out of a seventeen game season. Just yeah. accept those two. He, it, it would be great. Like if Bijan ends up with the Eagles, he could rush for 150 yards with the Cowboys win. Perfect scenario.
2: That's true. He's that's true. spent a lot of time at the store though with Jerry.
1: He does. Yes, that's man. Cowboys have a lot of needs. Running backs probably gonna end up being one of them though.
2: New owner as well.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, Cam. That uh, until uh, the good Lord decides that there needs to be an ownership change, it's kind of gonna be what it'll be. Yeah, I think that'll. Well, work. we know the Jones family own it, but you guys know what I'm saying. <laughs> okay.
0: All right, we'll be back to wrap up today's edition of Light the to Tower here on the Horn 104.9, 101.9 AM, 12:60. We're live, local, and digital on the Horn app at hornfm.com.
2: Times roll. Let them make you a clown. Let them leave you up in the air. Let them brush you rock and roll. Let the
0: good times roll. Let the good times roll. Well, they're hoping the good times roll tonight at Moody Center for the Texas women against Texas. Tech. Did you like the cars? You were so young, you probably, yeah. you probably
1: didn't even get it. Just any. looking at Deuce Robinson and that Dodgers hat, Craig. It fits Pretty him, cool. Fits him well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather see him in a burnt orange uniform. If
1: sure David if Pierce would, would like him with that uh, burn orange yeah. block T batting yeah. helmet on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wouldn't mind... Uh, seeing that at all uh, you know and uh, and they're underway with their uh, workouts we'll be visiting with coach pierce coming up in the, in the coming uh, like i say week to 10 days as they head up get ready mm-hmm. oh by the way it's called the college baseball showdown
1: college baseball Showdown. that's about as
0: generic as you can get state for farm
1: still sponsoring that deal higginbotham or? higginbotham yeah higginbotham. presented by
0: higginbotham presented by higginbotham all right cool it's the college baseball showdown at globe life field in arlington Gilf. yes and, uh, it'll, uh... What,
1: Cam, you know haven't heard that?
0: <laughs>
2: no, uh, I haven't.
1: Yeah, that's right, well.
0: that was big. So I call it Home big. Depot. Just
1: file it away. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It looks like a big old grill, you know, the, the, the old time. And, and I've told people, that if, you've, if you've never been there, if you're a baseball fan, you should go. It's gorgeous. It is. That, now, for all the criticism it draws, and I understand it, for what it looks like on the outside, you go in on the inside... It's pretty cool. Beautiful facility. Very you know?
1: spacious. Especially yeah. when they open the roof. Yeah. yeah
0: but but you know what? It is. You're right, Cam. It's spacious. But it's not as cavernous I discovered because I've been to all but I think six of the ballparks, uh the current ones in the major leagues. It's not as is you don't get the feeling about it being too overly spacious like Chase Field. In Phoenix is like that. It seems like, cab- and from what I understand, the new Marlins facility is like that. I haven't been in that ballpark.
1: Global Life feels like uh, somebody gave Minute Maid like a nice power washing.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> and widen the concourses and aisles yeah. a little more and that that sort of thing. I think you're you're right. Kind of spread it out just a little bit yeah. more. So um, Minute
1: Maid's got some some age to it now at this point.
0: It does. Uh, Texas will play Arkansas in that first game. That's coming up a week from Friday. Yeah,
1: those fan bases, I'm sure, are going to get along great for a season opener of baseball. I know
0: you've got. You'll be <laughs> very busy uh, that weekend. Texas plays Oklahoma the next day. In basketball. Are yeah. You, are you making the quick? I, I think. Be, I think the
1: basketball game is going to keep me here. huh. I may may see if I can get up and get to that Sunday game against okay. against
0: Mizzou. See, I'll I'll do the Friday game against Arkansas. And then uh, Roger and Keith will do the Saturday and Sunday games. i will come back and have the men's game Saturday, the women's game Sunday on that. And we're putting together all our broadcast plans for the coming season. You have a lot of the same familiar voices you've heard on, on, uh, on our broadcast of Longhorn Baseball this season.
1: By the way, uh, just got a note from our program director, Chad Hastings, who yes. you will hear next. Longhorn Blitz tonight at 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock. Here on the Horn.
0: Immediately following... Texas women's game. And in our in our post game is really pretty short, so it'll probably be within five to ten All minutes. All the more reason
1: Bynacol. to listen to the women's game. You, yeah. you ride, it leads you right into Longhorn Blitz, some good football discussion. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's a good lead-in right there. Alright. Uh, that's going to wrap up today's program. Thanks to uh, Cameron Parker, our producer, and from my co-host Jeff Howell. I'm Craig Way. We thank you for joining us. Invite you to stay tuned. Chad and Zay are coming up next. And again, then it'll be Ball Don't Lie, then Texas women's basketball, Tonight against Texas Tech, followed by the Longhorn Blitz podcast. And we'll be back with you tomorrow morning to discuss it all right here on Light the Tower on the Horn.